bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Oh, hey everybody. Welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we record it and then it doesn't record. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then we have to now record it again because someone here is an asshole. That's me. It, it was no one's fault. It was probably Mighty's fault. But regardless, we need a drink and can't have one <laughs> until Friday. So sad. So we're white knuckling it, holding <laughs> on to the sides of the chairs like <sighs> shake it off. Shake it off. Shake it off. At least we only got halfway through, unlike at Johnny's house, oh. when we do um, Gays of All Time, and we record three hours worth, and none of it records, and it's hot <laughs> as balls. And he's like, can you guys come back tomorrow? And we're like, not really. <laughs> not really. <laughs> right, Johnny? But we come back, don't we? Because we love you. <laughs> I'm surprised it took this long. I've been... That's the... It's funny because it's... Uh, uh, and for those of you who don't know, this is the um, podcast where we highlight the last week in politics like it's a reality show on Bravo. But let me just tell you this. Um, I live with the fear of this... of Because I'm in charge of recording it. I live in constant fear of this happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I mean, the fear is... The struggle is real. And it, look how nothing even happened to you. You're scared of me. Oh, you're, my God. You're really yes, of in course. charge of so little. But <laughs> it wasn't I. I it's like. No, I you were good. You're like my parents I, when the house burned down. Yeah, I have people running around, tiptoeing around, scared of me all the time. I mean, all the time. Well, there are reasons. And no, and I know. But then it's like when the shit goes really down, it's like I will more like yell at you like because like you made like the tuna casserole wrong. <laughs> my mom knows. Yet. Then you do some real shit and fucking waste our time. And I'm like, it's fine. Let's just shake it off and keep it pushing. No, but you I were really so good. Do. You really were good. That's like, like, like I'm telling you, like when my brother burned the house down and my parents weren't really nice to him. They, they loom it over him now after. But just during- like I'll hoard this, lord this over you <laughs> right. for weeks and months to come. Right. No, well, that's the problem. I mean, it's the initial thing is hard. But then, of course, it's the looming that's... That's well, the thing. honestly, I wasn't really that into the first round. So so good. So it worked out. So and you know what? It worked out for everyone. But it is certainly anyone who's ever I mean, whatever, regardless of the fear, doing something for a long period of time and then it not being the, you know, I mean, trying to record something that it doesn't record. It's a nightmare from oh, hell. It is. And it just sucks. It was just a waste. So we're not watching reality TV and not drinking and it's a living, breathing hell. And so I feel like drama is even though my life is relatively boring this week, dra- weird drama was happening. Like, um, and we already have said, by the way, that if, if Kim, so there's a rumor that, no, it's been confirmed that Nini's coming back to Atlanta housewife. Right. So, but there's a rumor circulating that Kim is going to come back. And then if Kim comes back with Nini, that will be the reason we will go back and watch the housewives. Like we don't, we are on a Bravo embargo. We don't watch anything Bravo. Right. And while people's couch isn't on. But we both on the phone, I was in my backyard and we were on a phone call. I had to call Julie and be like, listen, I just heard this. And she's like, okay, well, we'll, should we watch it if it's, that happens? And I was like, I think we should. That's what when that's the single only thing we'll watch. Right. Because we won't miss Goodnight Trash Box. Oh, God. Go to bed wig. Right. You're oh, a low down monkey your- in a wig. <laughs> close your legs and marry me in. Kiom. Kiom. Honk, honk. Back the car up, Greg. Yep. Honk the horn, Greg. Oh, honk the horn, Greg. All of that. Mm-hmm. Also, Portia, go out oh. to the curb where you with the rest of the trash where you belong. It, Kim being, brings out the best in everyone yeah. and yeah. Yep. meaning the worst. And right. it'll be funny the hilarity funniest. and we won't be able to resist. No, we have to watch it. You know, I mean, so if Kim comes back. And- well, I hope she comes back because there aren't enough shows to watch. I'm like, I'm like literally the, the other literally last night. And because I can't drink, I mean, whatever. Yeah, exactly. But I, you know, and. It's definitely you have to do some self actualization because you're at home, especially like when or whenever, even if you don't live alone. I'm sitting here like it's at night. I'm gonna, what am I going to do? I'm no shows. I can't do anything. There's only so many times a person can masturbate at night. So I'm like, what am I? Gonna, 
I've already watched Born This Way. I've already watched I Am Jazz. I've already watched Game of Thrones. There is nothing left because the rest of it would have been all housewives and shit. I fucking am at the now. I'm watching. I'm watching a show now on Sci-Fi called Cosplay Melee. Okay, that's <laughs> that how bad it's gotten. Show? Or, fi- or it's a comp. It's show. a competitive reality show where cosplayers compete uh, by making costumes. Of, of <laughs> that fucking, sounds kind of good. Like. Uh, you know what I mean? I'm like, uh, that's what I'm dealing with now. I'm watching that face off where it's the same thing. Sci-fi creature makers. You've always watched that. It's so tragic. But (laughs) 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 yeah, well now I'm on to cosplayers. I mean, it's people like, not bad, not a bad title. And it's literally like, it's people like, my name is Ashley and I'm 27 and I'm from Oxnard, California. And everything's with an Osh. Yeah. And I've been a, I've been a cosplayer since I was 12. Ashley cos Ox. (laughs) And it's really the only thing that like bring, takes me like breaks me out of my shawl. Normally I'm shawl. a really shy person, but through doing cosplay, I've been able to like find myself and I can be like a strong woman or a meek woman. God, or maybe a sexy I should do woman. cosplay so I can break out of my shell because I'm feeling very shell. Maybe you should. You have to make your costumes though, but you could be like, you know, you get to be all the all the all the all the sci-fi or all the comic book, you know, characters, and they come out and they make these costumes and are they hoary? Um, for the most part, they haven't been, but like sometimes they are they look like whores. Yes. Well, that's there because they're these, what many of the girls say, it's like in my life and one, it was like a cop. She's like, I'm a police officer and I don't really get to like, you know, express myself as a police officer, but as cosplayer, I got to, and she, then all of a sudden there, you see this police officer. And then as a cosplayer, like Jesus Christ, like what porn are you trying to be in? But then there's another it. one who's like, I'm plus sized and I don't need to be put in a certain category. So I'm going to be like a warrior and I'm going to be a this and Zeus and blah 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 and so she doesn't the, the different girls are doing different things they're not doing full hoary shit some of them are doing like full on like full armor full like you <laughs> oh know. my god it's so dorky yeah. yeah is it good though i mean i mean i i don't know what to tell you i'm 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 blazed through them did you watch the mama june losing the weight on- i did was it good i stopped because it made me feel terrible okay yeah well Do you know what i mean i'm like she's smaller than me oh, now. She, now, I never knew what her after photo looked like. Was she skinny? Oh, you should look it up. Look it up. She had to have had a bunch of loose skin. She's so She weird. got it she's taken all, off. Oh, she who, they paid for that? Apparently, TLC? she's a size four to six. Mm, well, Honey Boo Boo needs to get the lap band. And well, she's no like shit. 10. No kidding. But I couldn't watch it. I was like, she's small. I'm There's three no times her size now. There's absolutely no She's a way. four to six. I'm a 12. No, and you, that's Up to wrong. 14 when I'm bloated. <laughs> that's not I'm true. I'm a thick person. Well, fine. She's a, four to six. she's a thick person, too. Yeah, well, not anymore. Now she's a Saul skinny. Well, I can't there, deal. Is, there aren't enough shows to watch. And it's like, are we going to surrender and just give in and watch Bravo? I don't think I don't think I'm going. I'm to. going to. No, I'm telling you, I'm going to sci fi. I'm going to TLC. We do A&E. I watch I watch all the little people major shows. I don't care. I'll do whatever I have to do. But but there it does come a point where it's like I've watched everything. Plus I've watched every movie because of traveling. And you watch all documentaries too. Ugh, and I, it's just like there's nothing else to watch. Do you um, watch the one where it's like fat people doing stuff, like real obese people? My six hundred pound life. I can't. That's really depressing. That makes me feel too. I can't sca- even scared. handle on the front of Born This Way when it's like the end of Hoarders. I'm like fast forward. Fa- 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 I oh can't God, fast Hoarders! Forward I can't. Hoarders porno. intervention. My six hundred pound. Though I will watch the show. Where the doctor does the skin removal. What's that? We watched that on People's Couch, I think. Yeah, and I can't remember what it's called. But there's that doctor who does remove yeah. the fat people's skin. Uh, and then that would I'll, be the kind of doctor thing I would like to do. Because that is satisfying. That's like that cutting is, hair. right? That is satisfying. Right, Linda? It's like cutting <laughs> hair. It's like you get to see. You're getting rid of the excess. You're right. cleaning things up. Right. But like the amount of... It's crazy. You don't... I, I, that scarring. show is insane. Well, because I always remember with Carney that just the skin, uh, this is the thing I always say, mm-hmm. just the skin from her, her armpits. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. One and two left and right. Okay. Just the skin alone. Yeah. 50 pounds. <gasps> yep. That, that factoid, I always, because it, it'll slay a room when I say it. That's crazy, right? 50 pounds. Just the skin there. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, you see when people on people's couch when we watched that guy took his whole stomach out and flopped it out of his pants. Yeah. And I was like, oh, 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 it was a waterfall. Yeah. It was huge. Well, these people get the skin cut off and it's 
yeah, it's it's hundred. It's I mean, and, but, and the fact that they cut ca- they cut the skin out, which is a still attached to fat, so the skin is so thick and yeah. it's like it's so heavy. It's insane, and they cut huge patches out, and it's just like two people have to carry it to a table and Ew, just like thump it, it down. Ew. You know what I mean? The skin is blo- the skin is bloody, but it's le- it's more um, fat. Sponge. It's more yellow. You know what I mean? Oh, fat's yellow. Yeah. Ew. So it's more like that. But there's blood. And then the skin on the outside, like, you know how it, once it comes off the body, it like. I hope your dad's listening to this one. I know they listen intermittently, <laughs> but because you get this from your dad. Julie watched surgery shows on a plane with, with like JetBlue. And we're all sitting there. I'm like, people can see, including me, can see your monitor. <laughs> it's sad that I'm terrible at math, chemistry biology and science because i could have been a good surgeon i don't know that you're bad at <laughs> chemistry math and biology terrible just, chemistry math but you're probably not that great well you say you're not that great at math you're also terrible unmotivated lazy <laughs> um i can't the testing <laughs> the amount of testing and i just i don't have that much focus yeah i guess i, I am lazy I i'm terrible at math. i don't think you're that bad at biology um when it comes to measure the the problem is when it comes to measurements Anything with numbers, I get, it makes me, in, I can't focus. I like literally go into a different yeah. th- dimension. Well, so I you could do never your do taxes it. and you do your bank accounts and stuff and you're perfectly, you could have but definitely been, mm-hmm. you, you're good with, you do have a doctor's nursey vibe. Physically, I could do it. <laughs> I could pin someone down. I can deal with blood. I could cut through a thing. I can like deal with the innards. It doesn't bother me really. The smell might make me sick, yeah. but- Looking at it doesn't bother me and touching it and dealing with someone physically I could do. But other than that, like, well, it's really just your attention problem, your motivation problem, <laughs> um, your energy problem, your drug problem. Um, those things are what held you back. But, you know, <laughs> uh-huh, just those things. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, OK, well, mm-hmm. let's get to eye of the shit storm. OK. <laughs> Take some shit. Put it up on the wall, check it out for a while. You take that shit up off of the wall, put it down on the floor in a glass bowl. You take some fuck, put it up on the wall where the shit used to be. There could be some debate on what the eye of the shitstorm is, but in our opinion, the biggest turd that the Trump administration <laughs> laid this week was the longtime coming resignation of the epic fail Captain Mumblemouth himself, Sean Spicy Spicy Spicer. Uh, yes, I clearly had some kind of premonition when I posed the question last week as to why more people aren't resigning left and fucking right. Mm -hmm. And now I think, I mean, I think looks like Sean, the spicy, angry, alcoholic looking (laughs) meatball, kicked things right off. And I think right now the next two, my prediction, here it is, Mm -hmm. are that White House Chief of Staff Rancid Pubes and Attorney General Jeff the Racist Shade Tree Sessions (laughs) are the next two. That's what I think. I think that's a good pre- uh, a prediction. I mean, yeah, they they need. Well, first of all, they need to go. I mean, right. I mean, you know what I mean? But I oh, I wanted to say that I think that um, I think that Sean Spicer was fired. Oh, yeah. Well, that's your theory is that. Yes. He was fired, but they let or him say face. he was pushed face, out. Yeah. And they let him say face. And to right. Like they didn't want to say like we're firing him, but they wanted to basically let him know you're fired. But you can tell everyone that you quit. Yeah. Or they forced him. They they he he made an ultimatum, you know, and it's like him or me. And then it's like, OK, well, we pick him, which basically right because of the new guy, go. the director of communications yeah. or whatever. So it's like the go. mooch, the mooch. Well, Rancid Pubes and Steve Bannon were on the same team with the Sean Spicer in the White House. The Sean Spicer. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. um, the White House is completely divided into factions. And without Sean Spicer, Rancid Pubes probably won't hold, hold out much longer. And Steve Bannon is probably on his last peg leg, too. Thank God. I mean, that guy's got a <laughs> leg filled with booze. Yeah, and moles. And moles and, and wood. Melanoma. Like a wooden leg. <laughs> He's like a pirate. You know what I mean? Exactly. I imagine walk- him walking through the halls and it's like, thump. I'm coming into the office, Trumpy. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know yeah. what I mean? He's really been laying low. Yeah, um, I'm sure. Well, we know that him and Rancid Pubes hate Anthony Scaramucci. The mooch! Who Trump just appointed to be the new communications director. And that is the actual reason that Sean Spicer finally resigned. So going with your theory is right. that, you know, Sean Spicer said him or me and Trump said him. Right. Um, Bannon and Rancid said they would have they would have Scaramucci in the White House over their dead bodies. Who leaked that, by the way? 
Well, because so Trump has always liked this guy Scaramucci. He was involved in the um, campaign. He was he right. campaigned with him, and then he was involved in the in the transition. Right. And then during the transition, um, that was when um, scare uh, pubes rancid and um, <laughs> and C Bannon d- said that they didn't want him um, in the cabinet because he has shady investments overseas, and they said oh, right. we'll have him here over our dead body. So now Trump has him in there and it's like, and he never wanted Sean Spicer. This is all just completely like out. It wasn't even leaked. It was just always out that they, uh, they didn't want him okay. and Sean, they, and Trump didn't want Sean Spicer who's been a career politician and right. you know, and so he never really, you know, dug him and he never, he certainly hated the whole fucking thing with SNL. Mm-hmm. He hated that he wasn't liked and he wasn't good on TV because right. Trump thinks he's so great on TV. And so, yeah, it's like, okay, you'll have him here over your dead body. Well, then take your corpse and get the fuck out of here. So my question to you is, you think they suck. You've always hated them. You uh-huh. think they're toxic. Right. So you should be kind of glad that, that the mooch is in because that means those two are on their way out. Well, they, yes. I mean, I, I should because you'd think an incoming, you'd think they would choose someone new who wouldn't be a toxic, avenging um arrogant self-righteous slimy snake oil salesman dick bag but kind of sound like you're describing a teenage mutant ninja turtle for a sec (laughs) he maybe he is a teenage mutant ninja turtle because he's he's a middle-aged mutant yeah he's like a he's like a um he's a snake he's he's like Mm -hmm. a full snake he's like an actual he's like in a disney if this was a disney movie he would be this talking snake you know what I mean? With a nose job and Botox <laughs> and veneers and dyed hair. Yeah. Well, imagine the body of a snake with his face on the yeah. top of it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yep. And it, he, you wouldn't even have to change anything. You could no. just draw a snake's yeah. body on his body. Yeah. But it would be a short snake because he's short, obviously, yeah. well, and has a Napoleon complex. Yeah, he certainly acts short. So, yeah, you'd think that I'd be happy. But there, I thought that the, you know, that there could so be no think, one worse. You think he's worse? Or he's either the same, he's he's on par or he's fucking completely fucking worse. He's disgusting. I can't believe how gro- how like. So for those of you who don't know, he's a well-known Wall Street guy and hedge fund guy. And everybody knows, everybody knows. That everybody knows. He- that hedge fund guys are disgusting and shady. I mean, they just are. I'm sorry. That's a shady, it's a shady profession. It's the way people say, you know, all lawyers are liars. It's like, you know, I'm sure there's exceptions to the rule. But like Wall Street guys are gross and particularly hedge fund guys are yeah, you got to be very, very. You're you're dealing with lots and lots and lots and lots of money. You're lying. You're. They're the kind of guys that I imagine that um, villainous '80s movie uh, bad guys are based on. Like not like villains like Die Hard, but villains like when guys are gross. Yeah, like, like you know what I mean? Wall Street. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This which is, is what they are. All of them. Yeah. Like you know they're like I mean? date rapey. Yeah. Like total. D- let me finish. You know, gross, disgusting. Yeah. Hooker fucking. Yeah. Chicken hawks. Right. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Johnny. <laughs> right. I always forget that thing. Right. Um, so he was and like I said, he was he was in the transition and and rancid pubes um, kicked him out and wouldn't let him in the cabinet because of his shady dealings overseas. Now, here's the deal. Okay. So, what is the shady investment deal, you ask? We oh. ask. We ask. Okay. He's selling his $5.6 billion investment firm called Skybridge International to a Chinese financial company with strong ties to the Communist Party. Now, if that's not bad enough, this Chinese co- Communist company is supposedly paying and obviously paying three times what Skybridge is actually worth. So they're like, we're going to pay you yeah. three times the amount that it's worth because worth because now you're in the administration and you're going to go ahead and do some stuff for of us. Of course, we're going to we're going to own you. So now we're going to be beholden to Russia and China and Russia and China are obviously you want to know what the you want to Putin. I mean, the long con is like getting so in complicated now. It's like there's now there's now China's involved. And they I mean, put off this this deal closing because this was going on during the transition. That, by up. the way, that was like pretty much eight months ago at this point. And now they're putting off the deal closing until he's in there. It, I, I think if you wow. looked up conflict of interest in the dictionary, <laughs> this would be there. So Scaramucci's in and he's supposedly the communications director. That Which, means, by the way, there hasn't been one since May. Is that what you looked up? 
right? Yeah, the old one resigned. Right. He wouldn't say why. It was uh-huh. personal reasons. Mm-hmm. There wasn't even one. He wasn't even there for a lot of months. A lot of, most of the time, Sean Spicer did both jobs. Right. Which that job, communications, communications director decides what is to be said. And then the press secretary then goes and says it. Right. So Sean Spicer didn't want to work for him. And um, so he didn't and he resigned and he's going to be much happier and go back to looking just like a regular old uh, right. person who drinks and <laughs> right. eats salty right. food and less like an alcoholic that never gets any sleep. Right. Um, so Sarah Huckabee Sanders will now be in Sean Spicer's place. Ugh. And but not for long, because I think Anthony Scaramucci with his nose job, Botox, veneers and dyed hair, who loves being the center of attention and loves the spotlight. Yep. He will get her out of there as he's subtly constantly making comments about her hair and makeup. Mm-hmm. And little references to like, you know, helping her and she'll get the bigger office and he's just patronizing and gross. And, you know, so and he obviously loves being um, he wants. Yeah, he's a little Trump. He wants to be on TV. He wants to be the main man. You know that he's already he is, you know, he's already met with producers so that when this job is over, he's going to pitch a TV show. He's going to have his own show like it's going to be and it's going to be called The Mooch. Yeah, and getting the most out of Moochin. And he gets off. He's got a Napoleon complex, like Julie said. And he gets off on like topping down reporters and oh, topping down right. anchors. And he's Jake, 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 Jake. Come on, man. It's just me and you, just two buds talking, okay? Yeah. So it's just Jake like, Tapper. I don't even know why you're asking that question. Come on. So I hope he doesn't take kick Sarah Huckabee Sanders out because I personally fucking love her. She's a huge bitch, both in attitude and size of her. <laughs> and I find it wildly entertaining. Um, and also my favorite thing about her is that while, so Trump isn't letting cameras in, you know, in the fucking Hitler esque world we're living in, he doesn't even let cameras into the press briefing. So he only lets, and for a while he wasn't even letting audio in there, but people were sneaking them in anyway. But so he's letting people record, but not, not visual record. So CNN, um, in a full, full shady move, like, like RuPaul's drag race called and, you are getting the award for shadiest fucking news because while the press briefing is going on, they put up the ugliest picture of her. It says Sarah Huckabee Sanders and it's like a graphic and it's this picture of her looking depressed and angry. She has a mean (laughs) frown, a mean, mean frown, but her eyes look sad and one is real small. Not depressed and angry, Brandy. I'm actually just (laughs) uh, had a stroke and I'm just coming back from it. And actually, no, I am depressed and angry. So that is what it is. The next question, go fuck yourself. Listen, if they want to put that picture up, I mean, I can't believe they put that picture up there of me. I'm going to find that motherfucker. I'm going to kick his fucking ass across the fucking room because I don't need that picture of me. I'm already a large girl. I'm already getting shit. And now I need to deal with that from you. No, fuck off. I know she doesn't swear or whatever, but I like to imagine that she does she because seems she's so like aggressive. She's swearing, even though she's not swearing. That's how pointed and cunty she is Ugh. and aggressive. The, but I think like, the president. What, what, oh, yeah. Go home. Go ahead. Like, yeah. What uh-huh. about, what, why is he if he's not worrying about pardons? Why is he tweeting about pardons? He's tweeting about what he wants because he's the president. And I don't know what your problem is, but why don't you go tweet your own self and tweet yourself at go fuck yourself, okay? Because I don't know what you're even asking. The man is in the room. He's the president. He said, excuse me, pardon me. Do you mind if I pardon, you know, myself in the room? And then somebody was like, oh, do we need to find out about pardoning? And he was like, yeah, just, you know, for me to, like, get in out of the way, you know, pardon me. And then now everyone's blowing it up and talking about Russia and collusion and pardoning. No one needs no pardoning. So, like, why don't you pardon yourself? And fucking get in a toilet and shove your face and in then, it. And oh, then they're asking, you know, about Jeff Sessions. Like, oh, um, is he going to fire Jeff Sessions? I think the president already, already answered that. I think he answered it in a tweet. He answered it in an answer. And he answered <laughs> it on the phone. And he answered it in a fax. And he answered it in an email. And he answered it on the street. And he answered it on the TV. So I don't think we need to answer that question anymore. Jeff Sessions is a wonderful man. He's been in our family for a long fucking time. My dad, <laughs> my dad fucking loves his ass. We all go to his house. We have barbecue. We talk about black people. And then we go home and pray to Jesus. And Jesus tells us we're fine. And, you know, maybe I had an abortion one time. Not sure about it. But I didn't tell anybody. But Jesus said it was okay. And just like, fuck off. I mean, just what it is. Jeff's a nice guy. Okay. Like, just like, next question. Just no thanks. Yeah, she always bring up Hillary, too. Like, I think I, I, mean, I didn't hear anyone talking about when Hillary and campaign was hacked and, and got the question so that she always wants to do exactly what Trump wants her to do, which is bring it right back around to Hillary. Constantly. It's Hillary and Obama are in this administration more than any past president and or candidate that's ever uh, been. I mean, really? God forbid I bring up Hillary before somebody comes on and wants to get mad at me for my stance on. Hillary. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, I don't, still haven't even I responded to that don't. person. Are we talking? Uh, that's not. 
have we no, no we no, haven't no, well no. that person d- needs to know if you're listening oh, oh no i did i did you i, I tweeted on twitter yeah but they never responded back though no because you hurt their feelings and scared them well they should be fucking because scared <laughs> don't come like that passive aggressive and think you're gonna come through me to get to you julie it's huckabee not sanders <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> that's right that's right you've listened to this podcast for how long i'm insane that's I'm, right i have a hair trigger i'm protective of you yeah and of just this thing that we're doing and i'm not gonna take any fucking passive i got like a shit. few comments i don't even it must have been from the talk with julie's on her period and when we talked to old, what's his name what was his name mark nick oh nick 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 <laughs> In, this, in the same script where we <laughs> said julie's brother was a mooch did we already talk about that oh no we didn't oh, we talked about that last yeah. time oh um I mean, in the one that was in the recorded. One that that didn't get, yeah. <laughs> anyway, we in the script. We had this character named Nick, and Julie's like, Nick. <laughs> yeah, well, because the other character, yeah, because the other character that was like, Nick is hot. I was like, Oh, Nick. <laughs> oh, Nick. It's so, so Nick's hands. <laughs> don't you guys want to read our? Don't you want to read our script? Bring your jack over we here. Have to write, we write in the script like. That Julie in baby porn voice is like, oh, I love Nyak. He's so oh, hot. <laughs> Nick is so hot. And then I always oh, picture like, Nyak. I picture agents like reading it going, what's a baby porn voice? It's Nyak. <laughs> oh, Nyak. I wish you'd come over here and lay that big Nyak jack on the chamber. <laughs> we say that in the script. Nyak. Oh, and he's, Nyak. An, he's like an insurance adjuster. He's not even, he doesn't even need to be harassed, but we do. Oh, um, Nick. So Nick, the one that called, I guess I must have said something about Hillary. Or probably, I probably just offhand it was like I hated Hillary too. And then people were like, "Ugh, I can't handle Brandy and her attitude towards Hillary." And Julie fucking and her and Julie Huckabee Sanders, Julie, Julie Huckabee Sanders just went crazy. Well, because it was at me saying, "Let Brandy know I'm trying to like get past her feelings on Hillary or whatever." It's just not, it's bullshit or something like that. And it's like. I'm going to let you know. Someone else did it on Instagram, too, or Facebook. Yeah, well, the last one was Instagram, and I didn't respond on that one. Good. It's okay. You know what I mean? As long as you're listening, it's okay. If she said, I'm trying to reconcile my feelings, I mean, it's hard. It's like people are listening. They're listening and liking me, liking me, liking me, maybe. I mean, probably it's like overstating it. But you voted for her. So it's it's like, you you know what? You did the right thing. Like, that's one. It's one thing to be like, (laughs) we can sit here and disagree. And anyone can disagree about Hillary all day long. But if you voted for her in this election, you did the right thing period the end whether you liked her or not if you didn't vote at all and or voted for trump you are an asshole well what about so let's get into that i don't care i don't care where you 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 placed the you said to the world in this particular election that was so important and such like a you know like a crossing the rubicon moment Ooh, adam adam (laughs) romancing the light fantastic. fantastic Like you basically said in your and or and whether it was in your heart or whatever that you preferred either nothing or Trump, and that was an asshole thing to do. Well, back to the original thing, and the bottom line is this: I wasn't mean to Nick when he didn't vote for Obama no. in a racist move of the century. Just kidding. I'm sure it wasn't <laughs> racist, but it just came across that way. It's like it's weird how basic I get about that stuff. But I mean, I love Obama, and it's like people don't like Obama, and so I think if somebody says they don't like Obama, it's like maybe it's the same you know reaction as when I just say something about Hillary. It's like people really, really like her, and they take it really personally. And so I try to at least understand because I have a stupid way of like loving Obama for and just and I won't hear reason about it so mm-hmm. you know i'm glad you defended me it was a sweet thing to do well i just so i just let just anyone who's listening just to let you know i can promise you if you try to come through me to get to brandy you're going to be sorely uh disappointed oh, yeah she's so, gonna be very mean to you yeah so if you need to <laughs> even though with her when people are mean to her she'll send me the tweet she'll be like i really want to fucking say this and i'll be like meow meow please 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 just ignore that please right so if you need to say something you should probably say it to brandy because she'll ignore it and or be good about it i will not i will not ever be good about it so if you say you something about me is what she means correct so she didn't ask me can i say this all of a sudden i just saw it i was like whoa whoa <laughs> You really went off on that lady. <laughs> She's like, oh, I don't fucking appreciate your shitty ass. I'm trying to reconcile your shitty ass attitude. And I was like, oh, man, that poor lady. Oh, man. <laughs> I can't deal with this. It's and, and I'm just, you know, I'm just uh, 
I have, and I, I'm just not in a, I can't, I just can't let, I, but you know what, in general, even if I was drinking, I can't let it go. I'm a person who just can't oh, let right. those oh, things go. I'm a snap, I'm a snapped, I'm the, I'm the housewife who'll snap. When I'm we're not drinking. Yeah. But okay. Still. Now it's time for a brand new segment called Douche Capades. One thing I think I know for sure is that my name is Mr. Douche to That's you. Mr. Douche Magoosh. <clears throat> uh, all right. Um, oh, I should say. No. No? Okay. Well, uh, now it's time for a brand new segment called Douche Capades. The title pretty much speaks for itself, but just to further clarify, this is the part of the show where we tell you about douchey dumb shit happening in the administration that really doesn't affect public policy so much, but it does affect public opinion. And the public opinion is that the shit is douchey. Uh, okay, so the idea first came from Meow Meow, who tweeted me a link to an article about how Mike Pence touched some off-limit shit during a tour of NASA or something. Yes. And under the link, so she DMs it to me, and under the link to the Mike Pence article, she just wrote douche capade. <laughs> so now what was going on? Uh, it was that? a piece. It's it was, He was in NASA, and it was like a basically like a piece of like a rocket casing. But there was a sign on it that said, it, it said, do not touch, underscore, sensitive NASA equipment. It was underlined. Underlined, yeah. I should say. Uh-huh. And his hand was firmly on it. <laughs> uh-huh. And it's just like. It's the only thing he's firmly touched <laughs> in years. Oh, he's firmly touched a stiff ro- yeah. rocket in the Why last 10 years. Why is his wife allowing him to be alone with a firm <laughs> rocket? I don't want him to be alone with any rockets, Mike. I mean, so that was douchey, and I just thought, oh, wow. Like, If you guys hear any background noise of a bell going off or a thumping, it's, you know those li- that lip balm that's in a circle, like Eos or whatever? It's in a circle thing that looks like an egg, and it's hard. Well, Julie has one of those, probably that I bought her, and <laughs> Dumpling, it, the cat, is batting it around and <laughs> killing it and trying to, he thinks it's he's alive. So, he's, he wants to go outside so yeah, bad, but it, yeah. he got fleas last time, so he's going to be in for a while. Really? What do you mean? Well, what do you mean? Let him go out again and put some flea meds on him. <sighs> put the flea collar. All right. Um, okay, so we went to Leah Black's house and her dog had a flea collar and I saw Julie got like an 80s. She became alive <laughs> with an 80s glow. She was like, a flea collar? <laughs> Because everybody's been using Advantage and Frontline. Because in California, the dogs get fleas because it's so fucking hot here. But it's not hot enough that they die off like Arizona or Vegas or whatever. So I guess they're all immune now to Frontline and Advantage. Yeah, everything's immune to everything. Super gonorrhea, super fleas, super throat gonorrhea, Um, super AIDS. Yeah, Yeah, all of it. Everything's resistant to everything. So the Mike Pence incident was actually a few weeks ago. But this week's douchecapade started on Thursday. When the spokesman for President Trump's legal team abruptly resigned, Uh and then moments later, it was widely reported and confirmed that Trump had been asking his legal advisors about his power to pardon aides, family members, and even himself in connection with the Russia investigation, which is being led by special counsel Robert Mueller. Uh Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. The actual the actual start of the douche capades was Trump's interview with the New York Times where he implied that he would fire Robert Mueller Mueller. I think it's Mueller. Mueller if he looked into him or his family's finances and he expressed extreme disappointment and unhappiness with Attorney General Jeff Sessions, which in turn got the rumor started that Trump is looking at Rudy Giuliani to replace Sessions if he fired or resigned. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So all the advisors are like leaking that they're behind the scenes talking about he's, they're gonna, he's going to get fired or he's going to get pushed the fake resigning, that, that old chestnut that they've all done. Because oh. that's what Flynn did too, right? He resigned. Uh, he got fired. Oh, okay. Well, someone else resigned. He had to get fired. He got fired. Well, someone else resigned. Uh, I thought. Who was it? Was it? I don't know. But, I'm not sure. So they're going to do that thing with him, and then they're talking about Giuliani um, replacing him. So the thing with pardoning, now, that was, I don't know, you know, if you guys, I'm sure a few of the 14 got wind of that, that he was, like, asking about pardoning. Now, that was fucking exciting. For someone who's not watching Bravo, the yeah. show was exciting. I mean, can I pardon myself or my family? My, and not in the history of the presidency of this whole country has a president ever pardoned his own self? And ever even asked about it. Right. And it was really on the heels of the New York Times article, which um, 
the it comes up about Robert Mueller Ugh. and what the uh, reporter asked him. I should know the reporter's name, but asked Trump like, well, what if, you know, he's special counsel. He's investigating this and he's, you know, nonpartisan and he's going to, you know, I mean, we're not we weren't born yesterday. The motherfucker is going to ask for your finances. He's going right. to subpoena your finances and your taxes. And he's like, oh, well, I mean, the second he's like I, I, that, he just he just can't do that. I mean, he I mean, that's not going to be good for him if he does that. Something along those lines, like implying like he will fire that motherfucker if he comes after his finances. They're not going to release our finances. And I mean, I'm talking about within hours of the New York Times thing breaking. He's asking about pardons. Like, I'm telling you, he's got shell companies <clears throat> that are laundering money for Russia because the most common <clears throat> shell companies are in real estate that when they were doing the new CIA, FBI guy, it was all about shell companies. Oh. Like, How can they tell? How can they tell it's a shell company? Yeah. Because it will have its own. It's going to like have its own like, you know, it's like what they do with like, you know, when they make movies, they have. They, they each become their own entity so uh -huh. that the actual person can't be sued. Oh, okay. So it's like these, remember that? I mean, I didn't, you know, guess you didn't watch that Rachel Maddow thing where she was like, this guy is a, owned a company that's, that started businesses for people. So all you, all he did, he set up, he's Russian. He set up a company in Rhode Island. You guys, this is on Rachel Maddow last week. And, um, this Russian guy sets up he oh he was actually in the meeting you know the meeting uh -huh. with fucking kushner the, yeah the russian adoption meeting he, this guy's in the meeting right because they okay. were, keep confirming new people that are in the meeting. this guy's right. in the meeting. his he was indicted at one point for his company which was a company that started companies for people it was based in rhode island within two years he started like mm, like 1700 companies so he you'd go to him God. you'd give him money he'd go you'd go okay i want this to be called russian fake real estate shell company where we're gonna launder money by buying american real estate and we're gonna call it um mighty loves dick right and so he goes okay mighty loves dick that sounds good i'm gonna set you up your um business fucking identification number i'm gonna get you a checking account to get him a bank account he does all this shit and gets all the shit together. And then you have your little fake business. And oh. he did it so many times for so many people. They're not real businesses. Okay. Okay. And so that's what they're going to find when they go into his taxes. And especially with real estate, they do it a lot. Interesting. A lot. God, know? that would be so exciting if they did find it. <sighs> I want that. Oh. So he said um, he basically gets horrified and is like, I'm going to fire Mueller and I'm not going right. to hand over my, my financials. Right. And then he immediately starts inquiring about pardoning everyone because right. if he can, in fact, pardon. Now, the rule is he can't really part. He, I guess he can pardon himself, but it's not going to save himself from getting impeached. But he, but he obviously can pardon anyone. So he could pardon Kushner and like Ivanka. Yes. And obviously we wouldn't need to really do it to Trump Jr. But so they could ultimately take the fall for him. And take, oh, because he can pardon them. Because he can pardon them, right? Right, but technically, I guess he, right? He could. Well, they don't know. They're discussing it. They're also debating whether or not he can pardon himself. It doesn't even matter anyway. I don't think it matters because it won't. He can't stop himself from being impeached. Oh, right. Okay. So I think what matters is that he can pardon them, and I think they'll take all of the blame if he uh, can't. He'll make them. Wow. So he tweeted. You can read this tweet. While all agree the U.S. president has the complete power to pardon, why think of that when only crime so far is leaks against us? Fake news. I mean, wow. everybody's making... There's a rumor that you're asking about pardoning yourself and your family, and then you tweet about pardoning like, while denying... <laughs> they denied that he was inquiring about pardons. Then he tweets that. And it's like... We all agree, while all of us agree that the U.S. president has the complete power to pardon. Like, he has to remind everyone, like, I can do whatever I want. I love yeah. the best when you said he thinks he's a king. He does think he's a king. He's acting like he thinks he's a king. And they're treating him like that. That's what's so fucked up. So the Mooch and Bannon and Kush, all of them are treating him like he's a king. They're, they're acting the way that a court would act to the king. Do you know what I mean? Yep, yep. Like... Everyone yeah. is trying to keep their place in the court. Everyone's trying to keep their, their, um, yeah, you know, title. And the only way to keep it is to keep the king happy, yeah. the king and the pope. Let's and he, say and he's just and he. Um, I mean, he will all but say that he's above the law. He's like, I, no, I'm the president. It's I can so do whatever I want. Crazy. Yeah. Okay. So then, during the that same New York Times interview, um, they're talking about Mueller and the Russia thing. And then it gets around Sessions and how the attorney general recused himself uh -huh. because he lied under oath right. about having met with 
you know, he, Russians. not only did he lie under oath about having met with Russians, who he met with a Russian ambassador. He didn't right. just meet with Russians. He certainly right. it wasn't like that meeting about Russian adoption. Right. He met with the fucking goddamn ambassador to Russia. Right. Um, he not only lied about that, it's recently come out that because he said, oh, well, I guess we had that meeting, but we never talked about the campaign. Right. And we never talked about sanctions or right. whatever. It came out that they did. Of course. Because what were you meeting about? What are you going to meet about? Exactly. What is what is the what reason would you have Jeff Sessions, a senator at the time, I guess, and getting into the Trump transition team to meet with a Russian ambassador? Exactly. Why is anyone meeting with any Russian ambassadors at all? What's exactly. there to talk about unless you're the uh, Russian adoption minister? Exactly. And that's sanctions, too. And I love that they're uh, like acting like that meeting wasn't a big deal because it was just about Russian adoption. I'm like. Uh, there's sanctions on Russian adoption. Right. So if they're in there trying to m- get legislation done on sanctions, that's still important. Um, so basically Trump said um, that he wouldn't have had him be attorney general if he knew he was going to recuse himself. He said because the whole thing is like he wants the attorney general to protect him. Right. And not be letting him get investigated for this shit. Right. So then he tweeted after he's point blank said, if I would have known he was going to recuse himself, recuse himself, just kidding, he doesn't have the accent, but I never would have hired his fucking ass. Right. So then he tweets this. So why aren't the committees and investigators and of course our beleaguered attorney general looking into crooked Hillary's crimes and Russia relations? What are we talking? What are you even talking about Hillary now? She's in the Chappaqua forest taking a hike. Is she? She's done. She's not. You're the president. Why does she can't be invest? What is she going to be investigated for now? Okay. So then uh, he says he calls Jeff Sessions, the attorney general, beleaguered. Okay. Now, the 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 definition of beleaguered is beset with difficulties. Ooh. Um. Hard pressed. Are you about to be? Yeah. Oh, Nick, you're beleaguered. <laughs> you're so beleaguered. Nick. Oh, you're beleaguered. You're gonna be beleaguered with my pussy. <laughs> my Ew. pussy is beleaguered. By oh yeah. Oh, oh, that's what it is. My pussy is so beleaguered by your jaw. I mean, I love that my mom's listening to this. Oh, okay. sorry. Mom, don't apologize to her. Her pussy is beleaguered. Her pussy's been beleaguered a million damn times, right, mom? You get it in, honey. Wow. Okay. Mm. So hard pressed. Troubled, in difficulties, under pressure, under stress, with one's back to the wall in oh. a tight corner, in a tight spot. So he's, you know, again, that's, I consider that passive aggressive, but it's yeah. regardless if it's passive or not, it's insulting. Yes. It's rude. It's not supportive. It's undermining, It's right. not loyal. Right. I mean, he is just like, he expects all this loyalty and just like, just like a king, you expect loyalty from everyone in your court, but you give loyalty to no one. And that's Trump to a T. It really is. You know, like, I mean, I guess he, not even his own kids. He's put fucking throwing Don Jr. into the bus, for God's sakes. Like, OK, so all the questions about pardoning, I believe, come from this fear that his finances, taxes are going to be subpoenaed by Robert Mueller. And then all the shady fucking shell companies set up to make and launder the money for Russia will be revealed. Uh-huh. But not only that, he knows that D- Jared, Don Jr. and Paul Manafort are testifying before Congress this week. Yep. And God knows he wants to bend over backwards and protect his own goddamn self. <laughs> and if he can't get them pardoned, then they can he they can take the fall for him, like right. I said. So he stays protected. So here today or yesterday, you guys, because you guys are listening to this on Tuesday, yesterday, Monday, Jared Kushner's short and very weird press conference. <laughs> um, we're going to play it for you now. His voice is what you would expect. Mm-hmm. or It's what I expected. And I hadn't really heard his voice at all. And in case this will be your only exposure to this and you're, you haven't seen it on TV or you're not going to watch it, I'm going to let you, Julie, describe to you how he looked. Imagine a tall, beautiful woman <laughs> in a suit walking out of a, a, a door, sashaying towards you with her wonderful hips and a jacket that doesn't close all the way. It just lets a little bit of the, the jacket's, you know, cascading over the hips as one swishes to the microphone. One's um, waxen skin yes. glimmering in the sun. Hair quaffed to a T. In the shape of a yarmulke. In the shape of a yarmulke. It's as if, ooh, it's as if a tall lesbian just walked out into the sunset, sunshine, <sighs> and was about to talk to you. And then the voice is of a um, serial killer mm-hmm. who is going to wear your skin. The gaze is of one, too. And, yeah, the smiling, which never ends. And then one opens the mouth. And you think it's going to, you know, you, yeah, well, of all, you hear, you visualize that. And then, of course, what's the, the voice yeah. is. My name is Jared Kushner. 
I am senior advisor to President Donald J. Trump. When my father-in-law decided to run for president, I served his campaign the best I could because I believe in him and his ability to improve the lives of all Americans. And now, serving the president and the people of the United States has been the honor and privilege of a lifetime. I am so grateful for the opportunity to work on important matters such as Middle East peace and reinvigorating America's innovative spirit. Every day I come to work with enthusiasm and excitement for what can be. I have not sought the spotlight. First in business and now in public service, I have always focused on setting and achieving goals and have left it to others to work on media and public perception. Since the first questions were raised in March, I have been consistent in saying that I was eager to share any information I have with the investigating bodies, and I've done so today. The record and documents I have prov voluntarily provided will show that all of my actions were proper and occurred in the normal course of events of a very unique campaign. Let me be very clear. I did not collude with Russia, nor do I know of anyone else in the campaign who did so. I had no improper contacts. I have not relied on Russian funds for my businesses. And I have been fully transparent in providing all requested information. Donald Trump had a better message and ran a smarter campaign, and that is why he won. Suggesting otherwise ridicules those who voted for him. It is an honor to work with President Trump and his administration as we take on the challenges that he was elected to face. Creating jobs for American people, keeping America safe, and eliminating barriers to achieving the American dream. Thank you very much, and I look forward to taking questions from the House Committee tomorrow. Hey, he didn't get money from Russia for his businesses. He just basically got he got all the money for his business from his dad. Yeah, and Russia. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, isn't it a known fact that they have investments or whatever? With, exactly. So, yes. like, I don't really yes. know what he's talking about. And also, that whole line, that whole trope, ooh, that the, they all love saying, like, how we're demeaning Trump voters and... You know, they won yeah, fair and square. To suggest that Russia was involved is to ridicule anyone who voted for him. And I'm like, uh, you know what? Julie doesn't need to suggest <laughs> Russia was involved to ridicule Trump voters. She'll just do it, as she's done many times already this hour. Yeah, and I'll keep <laughs> fucking doing it. They're deplorable. <laughs> 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 fucking assholes. Fucking yeah. moron I mean, assholes. Like, who cares so, if we're, we're I don't ridiculing care. them? We don't so give yeah, a fuck. I'm ridiculing no them. One does. Because they made a terrible choice, and it wasn't that you ran a smarter campaign. You actually ran a dumber campaign, and that's why you, ran, you, you ran, won. You ran a shadier campaign. Yeah, and by the shady. way, thanks to you, Jared Kushner, for fucking going in and getting all the tool bags on Facebook and y'all all know who you are and it's all 14 of you mm -hmm. lurking around on Facebook and then they were you know we've already gone over it on podcast but it's like Jared Kushner is responsible for the shady shadiness of the campaign not the 14 aren't 14 just the general no I mean you our mean, 14 are all on Facebook yeah and I mean Facebook is a problem I fully blame Facebook. when everyone's like I want to say I mean when everyone's like resistance we're the resistance I'm like you know how you can resist you can get the fuck off Facebook everybody well, can go yeah. off of Facebook literally be like this Facebook is what won him this election yes all of the if you would know and look was, it up if that, no one was on Facebook they wouldn't have gotten targeted right he they turned Pennsylvania and all those places that were historically Obama they turned them by that target marketing and that that fucking whole app and that whole, you know, whatever that Jared Kushner invented. Right. And it's all and I fully 100 percent blame social media. I really do. And yep. I really blame Facebook. And I'm like, every time they talk about the resistance and marching, I go, you know, what you could really do that would really make an impact. And also it could maybe lightly bankrupt Mark Zuckerberg. Get off Facebook. Right. And it would really make a huge, huge. Nobody would be able to do that anymore. No, because they wouldn't be able to deal with not taking the selfie at the resistance march. That's right. Saying hashtag resistance, hashtag march. But anyway, I like, you know, it's like he said, I have been forthcoming since March. And it's like, you have lied about every meeting that you had. And again, right. and I said this last week, but it's like, I'm not necessarily convinced that they were working with the Russians. I'm not saying they weren't, 
you know, trying to or weren't trying to do Oh, I think there's a deal. For I sure. know you do, and that's what you said. But I'm yeah. just saying, don't fucking stand up there and say you've been forthcoming since March because you haven't. You've lied about every meeting. Right. And when you've gotten caught, then you've come forward with right. 900 more. Yep. And it's infuriating. Yeah, they say that they're transparent after they've been caught. Like, they lie, 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 and then they get caught, and then they're like, oh, no, here's the emails. Oh, wait, yeah, we were at the meeting, but I don't remember what we talked about. So yeah, then all see, of a now I'm being tweet. transparent. Yeah, and I'm going to tweet like, all these because I'm so forthcoming. Yeah, you're not. No, you're shady, and you're lying, and you're lying, and you're a liar. Okay, let's do so. So there's that. Okay. All right, it's that time again. Every week at the end of the show, I give Julie the task of finding something good in this political climate that she can hang her hat on. She sucks at it. And after months after months and months of psychoanalyzing why she sucks at it, I'm coming to realize that it's not necessarily the lack of bright spots happening. Mm. It's actually the quality of the bright spots that she's objecting to. Oh. Our unpaid intern, Aran Aro, does his best. But what I don't think he realizes, but maybe he will now, is that Meow Meow likes a salacious, so there's that. <laughs> One that's good, but it's also bad, too. So she can talk <laughs> shit while finding the shining light. It also helps if there's, like, a gay element or a lady element. It's not necessary, but it helps. So this week, it was kind of a joint effort between Iran and me. Iran sent an article from Politico called something like Five Things Trump Did While You Weren't Looking or something. And um, this, so there's that, was one of those things. And, but I'm starting to realize that the significance in the so there's that isn't really who found it. It's really why Meow Meow chose it. <laughs> and in that, it's, wow. got, it's gotten a lot more fun for me. Wow. Because she is wonderful and insane. <laughs> nailed. <laughs> Someone's been nailed. <laughs> you found me out. It's true. It's true, Nick. Oh, God. Well. Nail me, Nick. Well, yeah, nail. Nail me, Nick. Well, this should be not, not, this should be completely non-surprising, this thing that I'm about to say right now. (laughs) Wait till you, I mean, I mean, talk about nailing it. Wow, I really. Okay, so. I just know you so well, well, love love of my life. Yeah, but (laughs) this, you, now I'm going to say this and it's going to be like. It's okay. I mean, it's so. Go I ahead. Mean, just open just, the door. I'm walking through it. Just, you open yeah, the door. I'm yeah. walking through it. Seeing I'm walking through the out. door. Okay. Well, here's. I'm going to get right to the point. So, um, the thing that Iran Aro sent was the five things. The five, there were there are actually a couple things that were good, but the one that I'm clinging to is this one that you said that you told me to look at again. So I looked at it again, and here's what it is: China will import American rice for the first time after a new trade deal was agreed to Thursday. So, so China's, so China's never imported right. our rice. So apparently the U.S. has been trying to export rice to China for the past 10 years. And China didn't want to for various reasons. Apparently the main one being the pests that could come over to China through the rice. So, quote, food safety is a major issue for China's consumers and U.S. rice is well positioned as a safe, high quality food is what they're saying that China is now seeing. Chris Crutchfeld, chairman of the USA Rice Asia slash Turkey Promotion Subcommittee, Jesus. told the Associated Press, who knew there was a rice turkey subcommittee? Gross. Also, I wonder if China is concerned with their dog meat torture eating festival in Yulin as they are about rice. Yeah, look it up. In fact, don't look it up because you'll never stop crying. And the Chinese government can suck a bag of dicks in hell for that disgusting, unforgivable festival torture. They do torture to dogs, then eat them. Side note, in my vigilante all-women's group, top eight on the list is killing everyone involved with that festival and feeding them to the dogs. I'm not kidding. I would literally do that, and I am literally advocating for it. Yet they're concerned about pests. In rice. Okay? You eat dogs. So don't fucking talk to me about... Mighty is like shifting around on my lap uncomfortably, (laughs) I swear. I am... Okay, so... Quote, we have promotion programs up and running in China in anticipation of today's signing and exports to come. We'll tailor our promotion activities going forward to include large trade seminars here and in China to educate Chinese consumers about the types and qualities of U.S. rice. Now, apparently, China consumes so much rice. They consume um, the, more than the amount of rice than America exports no. in 13 days. Yeah, so, they, no, I think, yeah, was, uh, wait, was it... 
the it, amount of the the amount of rice we export in a year they eat in 13 they days eat in 13 days okay so as so they're getting their rice from multiple places they had been able to um make their own rice and feed their population but because they're completely fucking overpopulated now and won't stop and eat dogs they need to now are going out and um importing rice from different countries yeah, now they have and to one of them us. was iraq so they were importing rice from Iraq. And now we know, as certainly at this moment, Iraq isn't exporting anything except for despair. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. So China... Talk about pests in the rice. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. China produces 20 times more rice than the U.S., but it's also the world's biggest consumer. So recently it's been buying more rice abroad, spending way over a billion in some years to feed its population. Last year, China imported about 5 million tons, according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture. The U.S. alone couldn't satisfy that demand. America exports between 3 million and 4 million tons a year, according to the Food and Agricultural Organization. Also, whatever that statistic that we said wasn't right, but let's just keep pushing. Okay. Um, apparently, there's... I think it was like they eat what we eat in a year in 13 days. Of rice. Not export. Oh, I thought... Oh, okay. All right. So, um... There's also been there are very stringent trade rules between America and China, and there's a huge trade deficit. You've probably heard Trump say trade deficit, unfair trading. You know, this is a huge thing with the trade and China benefits from the trade. So this sentiment was echoed by U.S. officials after this Wednesday's meeting with a statement saying there was a shared objective to reduce the trade deficit with China. The U.S. trade deficit with China was $347 billion in 2016. The trade deficit exists because U.S. exports to China were only $116 billion, while imports from China were $463 billion. The trade deficit is a whole thing, and because math is, like, not my thing, I need, like, a week to understand it. So let me just say China's definitely playing the world. And in this manner, Trump is actually not that wrong. Okay. (laughs) So you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's more complicated and I'm sort of putting a blanket over it. But there is a problem now. However, the fact that America can export rice is a great thing now. And Louisiana makes 60 percent and exports 60 percent of American rice. And this is going to give that community and those people a lot of jobs. We're going to start making money. These people are going to start making money. The areas are going to come back to life. This is farming. Where this all the is mills. Shit. This yeah. is, you know, these are these are blue collar. These are the people who voted for Trump. And so, you know, they're going to actually um, this is going to give them jobs and um, a, a life to people who desperately, desperately need it. So there's that. That's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. Thank you guys for listening. We are up to 330 reviews on iTunes. So if you're one of our 14 listeners and you haven't gone on your dad's iPad when you're visiting your parents and A, subscribed your dad to our podcast (laughs) and B, left a review from your dad's iTunes account that he doesn't remember he has and never uses, please go ahead and do that this week. Please do. I know my dad doesn't have an iTunes account, but he does have Facebook and he does leave us messages. Well, then you need to set your dad's iTunes account up and live us a review and subscribe. I'm so. going to live us a review. I'm going to have him leave, live us a review. I bet you he has an iTunes and he gets like classical music on well, it. Well, maybe, but I'm going to make, I'm going to know. I'm going to make one for him and it's going to be Dr. Goldman loves pussy. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Leon. Come Gross. on. <laughs> well, whatever. Just do the damn thing and leave the review. And subscribe, and you guys too. Also, Lisa Chaikin, my cousin, left me so many nice messages about the podcast. I couldn't believe it. Didn't even know she was listening. Thank you, you know Lisa. What I mean? Isn't that amazing? Lisa, leave us a review, and my cousin Teen better leave us a review too. Cousins do their jobs. I mean, I finally feel like I have family again. <laughs> me too. It's so it's crazy true. when you don't have any kids or any kind of family. I mean, the hearing from a cousin is just like everything. Thank you, Lisa. 
Um, tweet us your comments at Mr. Julie Goldman and at the Brandy Howard and let us know any podcast that you'd like to hear us on. Most of those people will probably ignore us, but if you tweet us that you like a podcast, we will reach out and solicit them. We have nothing to lose except all of our pride and self-worth, which we've lost anyway. That's right. And we do want to try and go on podcasts that people like and get like 20 listeners by the end of like 2019 right um and maybe one day get paid um all right well until next week it's been real and it's been fun but mostly it's been nyuk and it's been nyuk oh nyuk i'm so tired of being sober nyuk nyuk I love that you guys now know about this thing from our script. I'm in the bad neck. <laughs> We're going to start a second podcast through Patreon where we just read you our scripts. I tied myself to the bad neck. <laughs> Later, bitches. Uh-huh. It's all shit. It's all just dumb gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not going to let it go down like that because we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit. It's all shit. Ooh, it's all shit. It's all shit. Are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A N A N A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know.